Hey y'all, and welcome back to another episode of It's Britney B Podcast, a show where you and I go on a journey and break down subjects that most of us want to talk about, listen to, or even want to be a part of. I'm your host, Brittany Bell, and if y'all are ready, let's sit back, relax, and let's chill. On today's episode, we are going to talk about the current feminist movement and how it just doesn't make sense right now. I know that I'm going to get a lot of flack for this because I'm a woman talking against the feminist movement, but I've just been seeing some things that just point out some red flags to me, and it just seems like the future isn't as female as it was. And with the direction that today's feminism has been going, it hasn't been the most alluring. I think the feminist movement has proven to show a lot of progression. You know, in the past situations, we had women voting and birth control and the whole body empowerment stuff. And, you know, even the Me Too movement for a period of time. There's been a lot of things that the feminist movement has done to help women. But do we have like a common goal at this point, though? Because lately, it just seems to me that the feminist movement... It's toxic. It just seems pretty self-righteous. Now, before you guys come after my neck and rip the jugular out, hear me out. I mean, come on. We see how mainstream media portrays feminism. It just doesn't make sense. And at this point, it just seems a little embarrassing and kind of poorly taste. Let's not act like this current feminism movement is really speaking to the real lives of most women. It seems to be more destructive than constructive. And I'm not the only one who has this thought about modern day feminism. Shoot, Goldberg from the New York Times mentioned that most young Democrats and Republicans agree with the statement that feminism is doing more harm than good. You have two young opposing parties that agree that, hmm, yeah, we don't really vibe with this movement. I definitely think that we do need to shine a light on mainstream media tainting this movement. I mean, have you guys seen the Barbie movie? If you're a straight heterosexual male and you don't want to feel offended as a man, I probably wouldn't go see the movie then. You guys saw the marketing for this movie. It was incredible. You know how many of us women were excited to see this movie? We had no idea what it was about. I didn't. Women are dressing up as Barbie to see an hour and a half movie in cute tight pink dresses and heels just to sit in a cold movie theater. Mainstream media has influenced so much of what feminism is and it has an agenda, an amazing marketing moneymaker plan. So I wanted to take a bit of a dive into this feminism pool and see what officially feminism means. And the definition, my dear, according to Webster Dictionary, is the belief in the social, economic, and political equality of the sexes, like in that Beyonce song. But we're getting this from Webster. Now, after reading this, I sat and thought about it for a second. You know, the social, economic, and political equality of the sexes. That's feminism? Why not knock the middleman out and just use the word human equality? But whatever, what do I know? But as I was saying... Feminism is equality of the sexes, equality socially, economically, and politically of the sexes, not a certain group of people in the feminist movement. And that's what it feels like it is, though, right now. Yeah, I'm saying this to you guys. I'm starting a conversation, y'all, and I will probably get a lot of flack and told that I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm not going to pretend to be blinded and be ignorant to what is not being discussed. And it's not like I haven't asked people their opinions about the feminism movement But I do notice there is a significant amount of people that, you know, believe in this feminist movement today. Here's the problem. Every time I would ask a feminist what it is that women still need to fight for, they never have enough answers. 
The funny thing is a lot of people would tell me that they would have to go and Google and do their research and then find what the feminist movement is and why we need to fight for this movement. So then I'm thinking, wait, you're already a part of this huge movement, but you still have to do research on the importance of this current fight? Something's not mathing right to me right now. It just seems like this movement's agenda is anti-men and like anti a lot of things. You know, instead of turning this into a fight of equality, which in my opinion, I feel like we are pretty much neck and neck there with equality in a lot of areas. We are now at a level, I feel, where feminism is more full of destruction, the destruction of men. I remember as a young girl, I grew up with all boys. I would always want to keep up with them, with my brothers and my cousins and show them that I was just as good as they were. And some things I was better than them but it wasn't to show that I was equal to them it was just to show that I was better than them and that I could keep up just as much as they could I feel like that's how the feminist movement is acting it's so focused on the betterment of women it feels like it's coming at the expense of men you know feminists are not looking at the internal problems of this movement And yes, I have established feminism is about equality socially, economically, and politically. I, though, personally feel like we are at a good level right now to where we can now look at different groups within this feminist movement and, you know, help each other out. It just feels like there is one agenda being pushed, and I want to blame mainstream media for this. I just feel like we are so focused on the wrong things. That we forget within the feminist movement, we are shoving certain groups to the side. Women want to fight for this gender pay gap. And if you really think about it, and I'm going to ruffle some feathers when I say this, it doesn't exist the way that the mainstream media is portraying it to be. The gender pay gap is a convenient misrepresentation. And if you really look at this issue and really understand it, the gender pay gap is really not the gender pay gap that you think. Women and men make the same amount of money when they do the same jobs as each other. The issue is... Women tend to steer away from more male-dominated jobs. Why? Because most men and women have different interests, and that's okay. That is normal. Most men like to work engineering jobs, hard, heavy-duty jobs, whereas women like to do more caregiving jobs or more office-level jobs. And again, there is nothing wrong with that. It's just reality. So with reality, more high-demanding jobs tend to pay more. They pay more money due to the high demand in the job. So my question is, why are men viewed as the villain for working a job that normally piques most of their interest? The male-dominated jobs tend to require more hours and work to do, where us women, we don't tend to gravitate towards that field because we do not want to be away from home that long. Don't get me wrong, there are some women that do like these jobs, but it's not a lot. And again, that is okay. But I feel that there should be a level of understanding when it comes to this supposed gender pay gap. Remember, feminism is again about the social, economical, and political equality upon sexes. Women can work jobs where they make the same as men. They can work the jobs that are the same as men. The issue is not that women get paid less than men. It is again that we just do not prefer to work those high demand jobs because most women are usually mothers and either do not want to work such a job that is so taxing in their day-to-day life or maybe they just even want to be a stay-at-home mom. Which, side note, there's absolutely nothing wrong with wanting to be a stay-at-home mom but I feel like feminism has a tendency to take a dump on it more often than not. Let's think about this for a second. Modeling. Men in modeling, women in modeling. I can almost promise you nobody can tell me a high-paying male model, but I can probably name like three female models that are very high-paying. Kendall Jenner, Bella Hadid, her other sister, whatever her name is, Justin Bieber's chick, 
high paying models. I can't name a male one. There's plenty of other jobs where men make more money than women and women make more money than men. But I don't think we should put it in our minds that it's because women don't get hired in certain areas like men do when men don't get hired in certain areas like women do. It just depends on who likes what job. Jordan Peterson, I think, said it best. He said, is bricklaying a representative of democracy? If there's evidence of structural inequality and oppression because women aren't precisely represented at 50% in all professional levels, why don't we have the conversation about having women represented in all professional levels? Why does it have to just be in the C-suite, for example? Why do we just talk about politics? And quite honestly, we all know, you know, how businesses truly run from government businesses to small owned businesses. They will do whatever they can to save a buck. And if this gender pay cap really, truly exists and women do get paid less than men, why wouldn't businesses just hire women? They're paying them less, right? You know, less money spent for the company. Men wouldn't work because women would take all the men's jobs. But again, what would I know? Who would want to have the lowest bidder? I don't want to make it seem like I'm trying to be an evil villain here when I'm talking about this stuff. But again, feminism is supposed to be about equality for all the sexes. And you guys already get tired of me of saying this, but I'm trying to prove a point. I'm just wondering where the equality is exactly. Because as I'm going through what I've been researching about feminism in today's society, I'm just not seeing the equality. You guys, I want to bring this to light. And if someone wants to come to my show and have this conversation with me, you guys are more than welcome to. I know I'm not the only one who is seeing this stuff and is thinking this way. So I want to have the discussion about it. Like, why does it seem like there's only one targeted group of feminists being heard or seeing change? Look at the Me Too movement. Great movement at first, but notice how things didn't pop off until Alyssa Milano did that infamous tweet of Me Too. When there have been multiple thousands, if not probably hundreds of thousands of women before making statements, trying to make a change with essaying. And it takes one simple celebrity who I can't even tell you what, what what was she on the, the witch TV show. I don't even know where she's from, but her tweet is what makes the me too movement pop off. Seems pretty selective to me. Let's focus on the voting. You know, we're coming to another anniversary of the 19th Amendment, you know, August 26, 1920, the 19th Amendment established for a certain group of women to vote. And it was usually white women. And it wasn't even most white women. Black, Native Americans, other races, we're not worried about you. Do you see what I'm saying? Even in the past, there was a big division of this women's suffrage movement. There's not really a long base of intersectionality in this movement. Let's make this fun. Meet intersectionality, a super concept that helps us see how our identities intersect and influence our experiences. It's like a cool puzzle that brings all the pieces of who we are together. It's like being a superhero with a unique combination of superpowers. But here's the catch. Sometimes people take this powerful idea and use it for not so good super purposes. Dun, dun, dun. Intersectionality can be misused to silence those who don't agree with the majority, which I'm sorry, that's clearly here in the feminist movement. It's like using a superhero's powers to do bad things. Instead of promoting inclusivity, some folks use intersectionality to create divisions. They categorize individuals based solely on immutable traits like gender or race. It's like sorting people into boxes without considering their unique experiences. It's like forcing a square peg into a round hole. It just doesn't fit. And when we do that, we're shutting out the very voices that could add value and insights to the conversation. It's like turning off the lights in a room with different colors. You miss out on the beautiful spectrum. Don't we want to celebrate the beautiful tapestry of identities? You know, not squish them into narrow boxes. 
Intersectionality should be a tool for understanding and building bridges, not a weapon for shutting people down. And it just seems like that is what this movement does. If you do not believe in abortion, you are usually shut out. If you question the feminist movement, you are viewed as a pick me or whatever. But do you see where I'm getting with the confusion about equality for this movement? I think we need to really open our eyes to feminism and understand that with everything all men and women have fought for, that everyone has their own shoes to put on and go fight. Feminism is about equality of the sexes. And if it's about equality of the sexes, shouldn't we really have it just be like individualist? You know, individualist, a theory maintaining the political and economic independence of the individual and stressing individual initiative, action, and interest. That's what Webster Dictionary said it meant. Maybe instead of feminism, we focus on more of an individualism. I'm a mom of a boy and a girl, and I can honestly say with my daughter, I'm not so worried about her growing up into this world. And I have to truly think the positive aspects of what the feminist movement has done in order for me to have that comfort. But nowadays, I do worry about my son. I worry about my son because of the negative connotations that this movement has affected on men today. And I worry that it will become worse as time moves on. And I wonder, but what's the future going to be for my son? I bring this up because as I see growth of women and their success, the protection we are granted, the affirmative action us women get when it comes to even getting a job, the rights of women have grown, but it seems like it comes at the expense of men. And I want my son to grow up in this world knowing that he can be something too. That if he makes it to the top, he's not going to be viewed as a misogynistic pig or that the only reason he got this job is because he's a man. I want him to feel comfortable talking to women and still maintain that gentleman role and not worry about thinking he's going to insult any person, not even just women. And I know a lot of that will come from me as his mother raising him. I understand that. But I can't control what the media portrays and how the world will be towards him. You know what I mean? And at the same time, I don't want my daughter to think that she got a job just because she's a woman or, you know, a minority. I want my children to know that they got the job because they worked hard to get there. And it doesn't seem like lately the feminist movement has been encouraging that. I feel like it has become more toxic. I feel like there's no intersectionality when it comes to this. There's only a certain common goal for one certain area of feminist. And when they're not realizing that there are different forms of feminism in the community, come on, you guys, it's a spectrum. It's a spectrum. We put spectrums on everything else. We can't put a spectrum on feminism. If you don't agree with the common main goal of this feminism movement, you're going to be viewed as the villain. And to me, all I'm looking for is that everybody gets somewhat of a fair shot for everybody to get along. We're all here. Us women have equal rights. Women can be whatever they want to be. Nothing's stopping them. Look at me. I have my own podcast. That's a start. If you can tell me what it is that is stopping women other than themselves, you as a woman, what is stopping you from doing whatever it is that you want to do other than yourself? If you have an answer that is legit, I'm all ears. But I don't know what that could possibly be. I don't know what's possibly stopping you. You know, I've seen leaders of women's of all shapes, colors, and sizes. Mary Barra, she's been the CEO of General Motors since 2014. Whitmer's in her second term in office. And Kamala Harris is our vice president. I've seen all different types of women, shapes and sizes, go to college. Shoot, if a woman leaves her husband, you know how many resources she has to get help? She has the ability to be able to grow. Even after leaving her husband, say she's a stay-at-home mom. My mother was a stay-at-home mom. She had plenty of resources to help her grow. She has a job. She has maintained it. She took great care of us. 
women have higher chances to keep their children more than men do. I mean, women are more than likely to get child support, even if they make more money than the man. Not all men have the gift of affirmative action completely, but all women do. And when it comes to jobs or schools, girls have girl empowerment groups. My daughter's in that class. Do you think they have boy empowerment groups? Nah. And yes, women should be able to feel great, but so should men. Why is that so hard? And why do we have to beat down masculine men? I love masculine men. I mean, we have totally different forms of women. Why can we not have different forms of men and embrace all of them too? Masculinity is masculinity. There's no such thing as toxic masculinity and there's no such thing as toxic femininity. There's just bad people. There are bad women. There are bad men. But I just think maybe the feminist movement should just Michael Jackson man in the mirror that for a second, come together as a group and just talk to each other and just be like, hey, what is the common goal for everybody in this movement? Because if feminism is supposed to be about equality across the board, why is that not the case now? So this is how I'm starting my season for my podcast. I have questions and I have my thoughts. I said this is what my show is going to be about. And I want my answers. I'd like answers. And I would love for anybody to come on to my show and have these type of discussions with me. Because at this point, I feel like the way for us to fully understand each other and maybe not even fully, but understand each other more than what we do now, we simply have a discussion. And sometimes it's going to make the hair on your back stand up. But I hope that no matter what, every episode that I have, someone can walk away with a good sense of positive knowledge or a good sense of positive understanding. I feel like we don't have that in this world anymore. And I feel like people are afraid to speak or say what they want to say because no one wants to be viewed as the villain. And if I have to be that person that's viewed as a villain just to have a discussion, I'll take that. Because I have the platform and I'd be crazy not to use my platform to do what I think is right, which I think is to have a discussion. So welcome back to my podcast, you guys. I'm pretty excited to see where it goes. And if you'd like to come onto my show, go onto my Facebook page. It's Brittany B Podcast and send me a message and we can set something up. I want to set up topics for discussions. So keep a lookout on my page and see if it's something that you feel like you'd like to participate in. And please feel free to send me a message. Now, it has been a pleasure talking with you on the new season of It's Britney B, the show where you and I go on a journey and break down topics that most of us want to talk about, listen to, or even want to be a part of. I am your host, Brittany, and I want to say thank you, of course, to the unicorn of producers, Dedalian, for producing today's episode. And a thought for today, a hero will sacrifice you to save the world, but a villain will sacrifice the world to save you. Don't forget to stay tuned for new episodes and to stay up to date with the latest episodes, go to lcc.edu connect. Get it. Got it. Done. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.